You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey you guys, welcome back to my podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. Today's episode is all about how you heal and reconnect to your womb, your yoni, everything about that and my journey and how I did that. Um, And I just want to preface this episode by also saying thank you guys so much for listening to my ads. I know that there's been like a lot of ads on my um, podcast, but as a full-time influencer and creator, it just, you know, is helpful for me. So thank you guys so much. And um, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. And also, if you would like to book one-on-one coaching with me to go deeper into these topics, I offer coaching on my website, Victoria Duvall. And I'm soon only going to be offering a very long-term option, which is like three months because I really want to like find women who are super dedicated to themselves and want to go really deep and we can like transform over that long period of time. But right now my clients are just in small packages which is three pack or six pack and um and then we do three sessions together six sessions together and then we can do more um so yeah so you can book that right now on my website and you can also follow me at victoria Duval on instagram and tiktok and subscribe to my youtube and i'm dropping a youtube video this week about my first week in costa rica and i also have two youtube videos up about my two years of celibacy where i talk about yoni healing and womb healing and then also my relationship um how we met where i talk about um meeting my partner and um and do a little question and answer on that so Anyway, without further ado, let's get into yoni healing, womb healing, and what that is and how to go about it. So with yoni healing and womb healing, it's basically the reclamation and the reconnection of you to your womb, to your feeling, to your body. And for so long, women have been so oppressed and so disconnected from their wombs and from their yonis and you see in the modern feminism movement where there's this attempt at the reclamation of your body but what happened was there's there was a very wounded masculine approach to this reclamation um so what really happened was you saw this really wounded masculine society with this um hypersexuality which is just basically wounded men creating this patriarchal oppressive way of engaging to sex it's not even a, you know a, ma- a truly masculine way of engaging with sex so you saw that that's kind of what men were doing and then when women wanted to reclaim their bodies and say hey like we're disconnected from our bodies and our sexuality um, and we feel oppressed and whatnot we want to reconnect to our bodies we did it in this very in this wounded masculine way so there's this like um there's not really a deep connection and a reverence to your body there's this mindless masturbation there's this um you know hookup culture there's this performative sex which you can see very very clearly in podcasts and modern culture like call her daddy or just the the modern sexuality and the modern culture that we're seeing right now there's a lot of performative sexuality we did this with the um the celebration of porn and to be clear 
I support sex workers. I support women. I will so always support sex workers. I will always support women. Um, however, I do not support the sex industry, which is the performance and um, selling and commodification of women's sexuality, stripping women of their birthright, of their sacred sexuality and their connection to their bodies. And people think that, hey, you know, I'm connected to my body because I masturbate or I have sex or I, you know, porn stars are, they're doing this and they're doing that and I'm copying it or or whatnot. But that's not the actual connection to your body, right? That's the using of your body, which is what the wounded masculine approach to sexuality was doing they were using their body parts to get off and they were doing they were using women's bodies to get off and then we said hey you know we're sexually oppressed where's where's the guideline what do we do how do we become sexually liberated and we looked to our counterparts and we said oh we use our bodies too and we use other bodies as well so we're going to use men to get off and we somehow see that as empowering and then we're also going to use ourselves to get off right? So let's talk about um, sexual pleasure. So how to do you engage in self-pleasure in a way that honors your womb and honors your yoni? Self-pleasure is such an intricate part to the reclamation of your womb, the reclamation of your yoni, and the unlearning of the using of your body. So when you go into self-pleasure, First of all, there's no porn, right? No porn. We, we're tapping into our bodies and we're sitting with our bodies and we're feeling every sensation. And the porn and the, the mindless getting off, it allows us to kind of go into autopilot mode and be a lot in our heads and kind of just use ourselves to get off. But how do we go into union with our bodies. That is what your body is craving to embody your sexuality, to embody your sensuality, to embody your eroticism and to feel deep into your body, deep into your womb, um, to feel, to just feel everything. And I remember not being able to orgasm years ago if I didn't Um, watch porn or if I wasn't like so much in my head thinking of these fantasies to kind of like get me off right because modern day women are so in their heads so when you drop into your body and you say I'm going to feel everything what does this feel like what does this feel like and you honor yourself and you touch yourself in a way that's very sacred and very erotic and you make love to yourself and you allow yourself to drop into your body and to feel. You can feel an orgasm without, um, I personally, when I self-pleasure, I either um, imagine a scenario in my head, but I'm very present in my body, or I, um, or I kind of just focus on how it feels in my body, and I'm just so present with the feeling that, um, through that feeling, which is really being present in your body, I'm able to orgasm, right? So um, basically, step one for like self-pleasure, if you're coming at this from a beginner basic level, is just touching yourself with reverence, with respect, with honor, honoring each part of you, touching your labia and seeing with honor and respect and eroticism and making love to yourself. What does that look like? Take that into your self-pleasure. That's really all you need to know as far as self-pleasure is what is making love to myself feel like? And then embodying your orgasm and embodying your sensuality in those moments. What does that feel like when you fully feel into the moment? Do you completely let yourself go? What sounds do you make? How do you engage sexually with yourself? How do you move when you're fully embodying that? When it's not just your head and your fingers or your vibrator touching yourself. When it's not just this, we go into this autopilot mode, which has been you know, pushed on us really through the wounded masculine and then was, you know, internalized by the wounded feminine and then repackaged as sexual liberation. And it's just not that. It's 
actually the furthering of sexual trauma attempting and and I get the attempt and it's a good attempt and it's a valiant attempt but it's not the the way um it's attempting to to reclaim our bodies right and to be in union with our bodies it's the attempt at union with your bodies but it's not the way this is the way so um engage in a way with yourself where you embody your orgasm I'm reading this book right now and I think everyone should read it it's called yoni massage my boyfriend actually um, bought it for me and it's definitely going into my top five favorite books it's amazing and it's by the author maybe I think her name is Michaela Rydell the last name is R-I-E-D-L I believe and um and I think everyone should read it if they're a beginner in this area or even if you're not it's an amazing book so really when you're you're self-pleasuring just tap into that and what in the beginning for some people it's gonna feel really uncomfortable because you have suppressed your actual sexuality for so long, even if you masturbate and orgasm every day and have sex for every day, you realize that you have actually been suppressing your sexuality for so long. Before, it was like outside of us suppressing our sexuality. And then in our attempt to reclaim it, we began to suppress our sexuality. So when you open yourself up to feeling everything, you have to be willing to feel everything you're likely going to feel some very uncomfortable emotions at first when I went back into my body and I was committed myself to being fully present with myself and my feeling I realized how in pain I was and parts of my body were completely in pain shutting down felt so unsafe and Physically, in my body, there were certain parts of my yoni that were literally painful for me to touch. Like it felt like I was going to pass out or throw up every time I touched certain areas. And you realize you can masturbate through those areas if you're coming from this autopilot space. But when you're actually feeling and in your body and you're actually coming from a space of deep union and deep reverence, you can't. You can't shut that off anymore. You can't ignore that anymore. And so the first steps is just allowing yourself to feel. And which brings me into my next point, which is the the yoni massage and the yoni mapping and the yoni de-armoring that is not self-pleasure. It could be a form of self-pleasure, but it's not attempting to orgasm. And this is a way that you can um, really f- release the emotions that are trapped in our vaginas and so I want to say real quick um, your yoni stores the energies and emotions of past trauma and pain until you go into your yoni physically and emotionally and release it what this does not mean though is that your yoni is storing the energy of a certain person that's not true Okay, so that can feel really disempowering and really scary, and that's not true. What's happening, though, is maybe you had a partner who made you feel, um, for example, with myself, if I had a sexual engagement, you know, engagement, a relation, whatever, that felt really scary, that I felt really used. Say I felt really used, all right? So I felt like my body was just used. That's a trauma, literally. That stores in your body is a trauma. Like if you're, if you engage with someone sexually and they don't respect you and they use you to get off, your body encodes that into your body as trauma, But it doesn't mean that that person or that interaction is stored in your womb or in your yoni. And by the way, yoni is the Sanskrit word for vagina, for womb. It means basically everything that's down there. Your labia, your outer labia, your inner labia, your yoni, your urethra, your vagina, your, you know, uterus, your cervix, um, all of that. I just had to like move the way I was sitting because my leg fell asleep. But anyway, so... um, Go into, so so basically when you feel those ways of, when you've engaged in, in anything, the way that you felt about it, even if you tried to, like the way that your body feels about it, the way that your womb feels about it, even if you lie to yourself and you say, oh, you know, um, 
you know, if you're like going into some friends with benefits thing and you really want a relationship with him, but he's just using you and you're saying, oh my God, well, maybe he's going to love me if I have sex with him. Maybe he's going to, if I keep engaging with him, whatever, you're lying to yourself, but your womb cannot lie. Your womb feels it all. So what happens is that your womb stores that energy of feeling unsafe, of feeling in pain, of feeling used, of feeling unworthy but what it's really storing is not not feeling safe from you right in those types of engagements and then in other situations where we've experienced sexual trauma which I myself have I've experienced rape I've experienced sexual violence um and in those situations where um you did not have a say right where you were a victim in that situation where you were um where you felt powerless for me that was kind of what I it kind of for me my experience with things where I didn't where I was in experiences of sexual violence was I felt what I kind of stored in my body was feeling powerless and then also feeling um kind of like my autonomy was stripped away from me, right? So I felt either um, like I was going to give a huge perform, like when I was coming from wounded sexuality, I was going to like perform completely because I was so disconnected. So I would try, you know, these things that I thought were were what the man wanted me to do this is not during the engagement of course this is after I'm saying once it was stored in my body feeling like kind of powerless like my autonomy was stripped I was like disconnected from myself when I would engage sexually the way that I would act was I would either be performing or I would be like really uncomfortable and shut down right so this performance though is not sexual liberation it's it's just the other polar opposite of being disconnected from your body so you're either just really uncomfortable and awkward or you're doing this whole entire performance that you think is what you should be doing during sex and both ones are um disconnection both ones are your own oppression of yourself and um so in both ways your body stores the feelings that you felt around those situations and what likely happens is after we engage in those ways like for example after I experienced sexual violence or after I experienced consensually feeling used by someone even if it was my boyfriend at the time obviously not my current king my beloved best man in the entire world Jeremiah not him but um other other people in the past um you feel that in your body and you re-victimize yourself afterwards so re-victimizing yourself looks like doing everything that society is telling you to do like hookup culture and disconnecting from your body and performing and just completely being in your mind and masturbating from your mind and not from your body using your body going into autopilot none of these things are all actually the re-victimization of your womb so your womb feels victimized and in pain again and again and again even when you're trying after experiences that made you feel you know um in pain you it's it's difficult as women because there's no real blueprints of like what what do we do and we end up re-victimizing ourselves until we stop and this is how you stop right? This is how, this is true sexual liberation. Um, so yoni massage and yoni mapping and vaginal dearmoring is really helpful. So basically vaginal dearmoring is when you go into your vagina and you go, um, you lube yourself up first. I only use coconut oil guys only use coconut oil as lube. This is so helpful to your body. Coconut oil is amazing. No artificial anything is just an amazing natural product. And it also fights infection in your body, in your yoni and is so healing to your yoni. So it's not only are you being healing, um, physically and emotionally with your yoni, but you're also putting something on that's healing. The modern day lubes are very, they're filled with chemicals they're not healing don't use them right so coconut oil so I use coconut oil so um you can put coconut oil on your yoni you really um prepare yourself first you know you touch yourself in very light or or loving ways and and ask permission from your womb to enter yourself 
Start doing that before you enter yourself. Say, I'm about to enter. Is that okay? And listen to the response from your womb. So when your womb gives you permission to enter, enter yourself and start feeling for areas of tension. It's just like a back massage, right? So you massage out areas of tension. And in your back, when you know you feel maybe there's an emotion stored in your back, maybe there's some sort of tension stored in your back. What is Jeremiah doing? I think he just went to the bathroom. <sighs> I need privacy. Anyway, so in your back, you massage out areas of tension when you have an emotional blockage in your back or you have you know physical tension in your back and it's the same thing with your yoni so you experience some emotional tension you experience emotional tension or physical tension um, in your yoni and you go into your yoni and just massage those out so you look into your yoni in your vagina go inside your vagina for areas that you feel hurt or are in pain and don't push it if you need to take a break but you're basically going for looking around for areas that feel like with your two fingers, you're just kind of moving around lovingly and looking for areas that feel tense, where your body tenses up, where your body feels afraid, where your body kind of gets scared. And you just sit there with that emotion and you physically release it and emotionally release it. You don't hide from anything and you say, I am willing to feel this. I'm safe to feel this. I will feel it and release it. What do I need to feel? What have I, have I stored right here? Let me feel it. And you feel it and you release it and you will feel so much lighter after. This is the work of, of going into your yoni and healing your yoni and healing all of this, um, the pain that has been put into your vagina. And you will notice that a lot of our vaginas are so desensitized, so desensitized, which is why, you know, when women are like harder, harder, faster, faster in porn or in, in life, you know, you kind of internalize that and you're like, I can't feel it until it's super hard and super, super fast. Do you know why? Do you know why? <laughs> it's because our yonis are so desensitized. That's not natural, but it's very normal now. It's very common now, but it's not natural, right? It's not our natural state. Our yonis are so vibrant and pleasurable and alive. And when we have continually made our wombs feel unsafe, they will shut us off. They will say, okay, it's not safe to feel. If you, for example, continually go um, and have sex with someone who doesn't respect you and makes you feel um, used, right? And you're lying to yourself and saying it's sexual empowerment or maybe he's going to have a relationship with me or, you know, whatever you're saying to yourself, but your body is being used and you're using yourself. Your body then says, hey, I'm not safe here. She's not going to protect me. So what I need to do is shut off because I'm not safe to feel, I'm not safe to feel. It's the same. It's, it's funny because it's the same thing that's happening with masculine and feminine. Um, yeah, it's the same exact thing. Like your inner, your inner feminine will shut off if you don't protect yourself and have a healthy relationship with your inner masculine. So it's the same exact thing that's happening with your womb. Your inner masculine is not showing up to protect yourself sexually. Like you don't have boundaries. You don't protect yourself from the situations you're in. And so then your yoni says, I'm not safe to be soft, to be sensual, to feel, to be in my fullest expression, to be alive, to be here fully. So your womb says, "Uh, -uh, I'm not going to do this. I'm shutting off. And so that's why we have a entire culture of women with such numbed out wombs. And we have to use vibrators. By the way, guys, I don't, I'm not a proponent of vibrators. I think that they're a, um, I've used them before. When I was in my wounded feminine, when I was coming from that autopilot space, I don't think I'm not, I'm against vibrators. And I don't think that in the healing journey that vibrators are helpful and that they're going to serve you. Um, I think that um, 
they are really furthering the desensitization and the autopilot and they really prevent you from feeling deeply it's just this quick get off it's a very masculine wounded masculine I'm gonna get off really quickly and I'm gonna use this thing to do it and um it desensitizes you emotionally and physically and I don't think that it's helpful um so yeah so, um, so yeah, so just be willing. So that's a vaginal dearm ring. And then we also have yoni massage, which is basically the same exact thing, except that you, of course, you ask before you go into your body, can I, you know, can I enter? And you go in and you go in a clockward, um, a clockward angle. So you put your fingers inside of yourself and you just go in a circle like 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, just like on the, the, rings of a clock what's it called the the notches or why am I forgetting that word but notches on a clock whatever um so you go through each one and you just massage it out and you just say I'm willing to feel whatever comes up here I'm willing to feel whatever you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need Viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Comfortable pain comes up here because if you want your yoni to be alive again, if you want your yoni to trust you again, you have to release those stored up emotions of pain. You have to release the physical pain that you felt. And I really don't think that any woman in our current day society, unfortunately, leaves their, begins like their, or or can leave life unless they, yeah, can leave life without experiencing some sort of yoni trauma, even if it's just, you know, having sex with your partner and he's using you to get off. That's huge. And until you really, because these things aren't taught to young girls and because of our culture, it's going to be a reclamation at a certain point. Like for me, my reclamation was at 21 years old. Um, when I did started my celibacy journey, which you can watch my YouTube video on that. Um, for me, that was when I started doing all of this work. Um, and, and, but everybody else and in our society, it, they'll be like me most of the time. Like they're, you're going to go through experiences and then you're going to hit your breaking point or you're going to discover information and you're going to say no more. I'm going to, I'm going to actually heal. I'm not going to going to be lost in this illusion and in this Maya and in this in this oppression repackaged anymore. Like I'm actually going to heal like I'm going to be an embodied woman and do whatever it takes, you know. So um, so Yoni mapping, you just go in a you go around in the clock and you are willing to feel and release and massage out any um, areas that come up for you. And these this these practices are integrated into your life it's not a one and done thing oh I yoni mapped one time no I do these practices weekly for years you know what I mean your yoni and your womb is literally a vortex and when you have <laughs> vortex it's like it's like a it's a it's another word it's another world it's a consciousness you know what I mean and so you you there's infinite depth right and um and so anyway so that is that. And then I said one more thing, vaginal dearmoring, yoni mapping. Oh, and yoni massage. So yoni massage, you should read that book called Yoni Massage by Michaela Rydell. 
And basically, this is the massage of all of the different parts of the yoni, which is the clitoris, the labia, the outer labia. Have you ever massaged your outer labia? Have you ever lovingly touched your outer labia, Um, your vagina, your cervix, all of these things and coming into deep reverence with these spaces and massaging out any tension? Um, and for me, I read in the book and it says something like the inner labia is the space in your body that stores your emotions of like feeling unsafe to, um, be seen or unsafe to, um, like it's the part of you that's, that's, um, stores like that, those scared emotions of feeling scared to open up. And I definitely had this. It's, it's crazy because I had such emotional and physical blockage in that area And through continual yoni massage of this area through years of releasing and releasing and feeling and feeling, I even had, shockingly, I had a biopsy on my literal clitoris, like right next to my clitoris. It was not, thank God, not my clitoris, but literally when I say probably a millimeter away on my inner labia. And that also was a huge thing that was stored in my yoni and just so painful and um, caused so much emotional and physical pain after because literally a knife went to that area and um, cut that area and was, you know, black and blue for two weeks and, and in so much pain for three months. And it was just crazy, crazy, crazy. And And feeling that area again caused me to literally feel like I was going to puke. Like it was just so stressful to my body because your body is sending out alarms on top of the the trauma I've already experienced in that area. Um, And how much emotion was stored in that area of feeling like, wow, I'm unsafe. I'm scared. I am scared to be seen. I'm scared to open up like that area. Literally, the definition of that area prior to me really doing these these yoni massage and really committing myself to my sexual embodiment was I was just so scared to like open up right like I just felt so scared even like literally physically opening that area oh my god I would be so scared um and even still I have the remnants of that and I do yoni massage regularly and then the difference is just night and day and all that your body is asking of you all that your womb is asking of you is come back for me can you come back for me? Can you please come back for me? I need to feel safe. I want to be alive again. Please, I have all of this stored up trauma that you have imparted onto me most of the time besides sexual violence. Like most of the time, we're willingly traumatizing our wombs. We're willingly traumatizing our yonis. And our wombs are begging us, can you come back for me? Will you please come back for me? Please release this so I can feel vibrant and alive again, right? So, um, so yeah, so really sitting with that and, and, and just moving through that however that feels for you. And then you can also do, not Jeremiah brushing his teeth right now. <laughs> but um, you can also do like, um, emotional like um uh releases and for me so like um word like through your words and I actually became friends with this um woman named Michelle Alma when I lived in Miami and she was this and is this uh yoni how do I even say she's like a pleasure like a yoni pleasure activist person in a very embodied and healed way right So I remember I also had a lot of stored up emotions about certain areas, which will actually bring me into my next point, but um, conditioned societal things that I felt about certain areas. And say, for example, like a really great example of this is the fact that labio or labiaplasty is so pertinent like that is literally scary that shows how disconnected we are as a society and how deep this oh my god he's literally going into his brushing of his teeth but how deep this programming is bro babe oh my gosh guys sorry if you heard him brushing his teeth and washing his face just please ignore that okay so um 
our society is just conditioning us to not feel beautiful in these spaces and to kind of feel disgusted or turned um, turning away from these spaces or just feeling completely like we're neglecting these spaces and that's another way that we use these spaces to get off right we use our yoni to get off but we don't love her do you know that you're doing the same thing to you as other people are doing to you and the way that you get other people to not do it to you is if you don't do it to you because if you don't do that to you it will be a no it will not have any space for you outside of you If you love your yoni so much and respect her so much and honor her so much, you will literally not tolerate somebody who does not love and respect her. But if you don't have respect and love for your your yoni, it's going to resonate outside of you someone else who doesn't have love and respect for her. And it's not going to feel weird because you don't even know that you should love and respect your yoni, right? But you're doing the same thing to your yoni that's traumatizing right we don't love her we don't say oh my gosh you are so beautiful I love you thank you so much for everything thank you for this sacred portal that I have that's what I meant to say portal not vortex (laughs) but this portal that I have in my body like you are so beautiful and powerful and literally the seat of creation and life and death and that doesn't even have to do with birth like that's a whole nother thing but your yoni is the portal of creation of god and your yoni is so beautiful and powerful and sacred and if you don't know that and you don't come into union with her in that way it's going to be a problem, right? You're going to just be able to go on autopilot and and repackage all of these traumatic experiences to yourself and, and with others and, and re-victimize yourself over and over and she will never feel safe. She will never feel alive. Alive, right? So when I was with Michelle, I would do these. I did one time I was crying. I was literally sobbing on this phone call because I had experienced this traumatic sexual experience um in my my pelvic region and that part of me that experienced that traumatic experience I had completely turned away from I was like no that's like dirty it's disgusting it's terrible I hate it and I just completely turned away from it and on a smaller scale not even smaller but just on a similar scale we do this with just thinking that we have to, our yonis are ugly or that, you know, your, your clitoris is too small or too big or your labia is too small or too big or it's not a certain color. Like what? It's literally shocking how much we've internalized patriarchy and how deeply we've allowed it to disconnect us from ourselves. And when you have these beliefs about yourself, you hate something, um, in your yoni and you can really put this into any part of your body and this this release will work but in specifically with your yoni you hate a certain part you think a certain part is ugly whatever you have to release that programming from you right verbally and so I remember I did this um this little exercise with Michelle and I was just on the phone with her and I was crying and I was just saying I fucking love this part of me and I was just naming that part and I was saying I love it I love it I love it I'm so sorry that I've turned away from you for so long I'm so sorry that someone else violated you and then I continue to violate you I'm so sorry I'm so sorry right and you can do that with any part of your yoni because it's deep it's a deep programming that we have like we become violent we get violated even if it's consensual we're violated we're we're traumatized and then we continue to do it and we have to say I'm so sorry I'm so sorry that I did that I'm so sorry I love you please forgive me let's come into union please let's come into union I will protect you from here on out and another way to to do this, um, to come into, there's there's a, two other ways that I've done, but one of them is yoni um, meditation, and another one is um, why did I just forget the other one? Oh yeah, yoni gazing. <laughs> and I actually saw this on Instagram the other day, and I shared it on my story. Um, it was a yoni gazing 
meditation. I forget what the page that I follow is called, something womb, something, but she posted this and I had such a transformative experience and I'm going to hold off on telling it because I'm going to tell it in my YouTube video because um, I was just talking about it. I had just done it like the day prior in my YouTube video and I was talking about it while eating this watermelon <laughs> um, in my first week in my Costa Rica video that I'm dropping this week. But yoni meditation brought me, I'm mean, sorry, yoni gazing brought me so much deeper into admiration and love and and reunion with my yoni and just reclaiming and saying, wait, you are so beautiful. And I felt like I had seen her for the first time. Um, and then also womb meditation where you put your hands on your womb and you I've done this many times and had very transformative experiences. I'm not even going to go into how transformative they were because they were a little bit too sacred to say, but basically um, making it a part of your practice to just listen to your womb and say, what do you have to say? You can ask your womb questions. You can talk with her and you can even just put your, so put your hands, lay down, um, put your hands on your womb, which is like two inches below your belly button and just sit, lay there with her and say, I'm open to hearing you. I'm so sorry that I have not ever taken the time to let you speak and to hear you and to hear your, your thoughts and feelings for the experiences that I've been putting you through. Um, what do you have to say? What do we need? How do we come into union? Ask your womb if you're confused. How, how do I move forward? How do I, how do I honor you? What do I do? What do I do? I just want to love you. I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to know union with you. What do I do? Show me the way forward, please. Your womb is eternally forgiving. There is always a way back. No matter how far you have strayed, you will always welcome back in that relationship. Always. And the time to go back in the relationship is now. It's now. And doing this work is literally ancestral. It's healing all of your ancestors that never could. And that even makes me emotional because if we look into our lineages, right, as women, especially people of color, especially black women, right, especially black women and um, and especially um, women, uh, Asian women who have experienced, but all women, all women. But it's, 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 there's so many really pertinent examples when you think of black women or you think of Asian women who were, um, who in, in war were, were taken in, in rape camps. And um, I, I forget the, the term that was used to describe these women, but it was something of comfort. I believe it was called comfort women. Women of that lineage, how how massive this work is, right? How massive this reclamation is for your lineage, right? And black women who were in slavery and were raped. How huge this work is to be the woman in your lineage who says enough, enough. Even if you look in your lineage, um, you will see in a lineage way, re-victimization, right? Where continually down the line, we've been so disconnected. And maybe, for example, you had an ancestor who was against her her will. Maybe, you know, there was an ancestor who was um, raped by a slave owner and completely against her will and she had no choice she had no agency right she had no agency and but then her her down her lineage um you see the re-victimization where there was some sort of agency but we were so disconnected from ourselves and we were so internalized and we had we didn't know where to go we didn't know what to do and so you see this re-victimization where even when we did have some sort of choice we chose a pr in oppression right but we didn't know 
how to not. So was it really a choice, right? But now we do know. If you're listening to this podcast, you know now, right? You know, and you can be the woman in your lineage that frees all of the women before you. And for me, that was so powerful because I look in my lineage and I see all of the women who came before me and how the lack of agency that they experienced the lack of agency on both sides of my lineage, especially in my Latina lineage, as a Latina woman with the, the machismo culture, the complete domination of women that my, my grandmothers and have experienced. Uh, just, I'm not even going to go into it, but just... And you, and you look down in your lineage and you say, you know, this goes far, right? Women having complete no agency of their, their bodies. And then you look into the women more recently, maybe your mothers or, or whatnot, who, who do have some sort of agency but choose, but choose to be disempowered. Maybe they, they're caught in this, you know, fake sexual liberation right now and it makes sense because we're just lost we don't know what to do we've been oppressed for so long it's hard to see the way out but this is the way out I promise (laughs) right this is the way out I promise and but women you know just so for me seeing all of the women who have come before me and seeing how truly disempowered they are sexually and how used they have been and how raped they have been, and how violated they have been, and how hurt their wombs have been to the day they die. To the day they die. To me, this work is extremely important for myself, but also to free everyone before me. So this is very important, girls. It's very important. It's very important that we return to ourselves and that we do not continue this line of women who are so disconnected from ourselves. And another massive, probably one of the most important parts, if not the most important part of this, is that you do not engage with men who do not respect and honor your yoni, you, your womb, you as a person. That's probably literally the most important part. Men or women or anybody. You must have a zero tolerance policy for anyone who does not absolutely worship you as a woman or anyone who has a womb who's listening to this. You as a person, as a woman. And your yoni. It is imperative to this work that that is number one. And when you think about um, being the masculine protector for yourself, which is necessary if you want to be a feminine, be in your femininity and be a healthy person, um, that's really baseline, basic, number one. Nobody who does not absolutely respect me and love me and worship me and cherish me and is so committed to me will touch me. Nobody. Okay? That's number one, girls. So get that in your heads. (laughs) That's number one, right? That's number one. Watch my YouTube video about my two years of celibacy. When I was learning this, I went celibate for two years to really deep dive into this and to break my attachment to the wounded woman that I once was. And all of the men that I was engaging with were strengthening my attachment to this because I was engaging with them from a wounded space. And I had to have a zero tolerance policy and I from day one. Right. And that's really the only way to to heal and to move forward. Um, So zero tolerance policy, please, ladies. Number one. Um, But yeah. And then when you come into union, um with another person that's a whole that's a whole nother a whole nother space of 
union with yourself and learning and unlearning and whatnot. But, um, however, this is all things basically that you can do by yourself and that you should do by yourself, um, to come into union with your yoni, to heal your yoni, to heal your relationship with your womb. All right, guys, I'm going to stop this now because I'm actually on my way to the beach. You know the vibes. <laughs> I'm actually on my way to the beach right now. I'm going to, um, yeah, me and Jeremiah are going to this little beach town and we're going for a few days. So that will be really fun. And yeah, we're about to head out. And I just wanted to record this right before I go. It's literally like Saturday. I'm just recording this right before I go. Um, and I just got to pack and everything. And so I love you guys so much. I hope this was helpful. This was literally everything you need to know. I don't even know what I'm going to title this, like everything you need to know about womb healing or something, but this is everything you need to know, guys. So I love you. Please, you know, start practicing these things. Zero tolerance policy, ladies, please. And you can watch my um, video on my two years of celibacy. And, um, and you can you know, listen to my other podcast episodes. You can book me for one-on-one coaching. My clients are literally everything to me. I love my clients so much. And, um, and yeah, and going deep one-on-one with another person with this and allowing me to guide you through this journey of deep reclamation of all of you and in coming into empowered womanhood. This is just one aspect, um, is just such a blessing and I'm so grateful for the women who allow me to guide them and coach them in this and if you would like to do one-on-one guy uh coaching please book me at victoriadeval.com and then you can subscribe to my youtube and my um and my instagram and my tiktok all at victoriadeval.com oh wait sorry no all at just victoriadeval um all right guys i love you and i will talk to you soon every saturday at 12 all right bye guys you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.